welcome to the Smoke Learning Channel. Picking up from our previous video, we used a 3D sphere and custom texture to create a background for our composite. Next, we'll enhance the Spotlight 3D model by adding a light cone, lens flares and also dealing with client changes. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. If you are watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your internet browser. Back in action, pan over to the nodes for the Spotlight model. Here you will find an axis called Spotlight 1 that is the parent of three branches. Select the Point 2 Light node in the middle. Now scrub the time bar to 16 frames to see this clearly. The selected light is the original light that was parented in front of the Spotlight model in Autodesk Maya. This was rebuilt in Autodesk Smoke with all the parent links. So when this model moves, the light moves with it. Now when you turn on a Spotlight, you normally have an intense beam of light or a light cone. We want to create this here. Keep the light node selected and switch to the Action Bin menu. Double click on the Rays node to add the light to the schematic. So there is the light cone, but we need to correctly orientate it in the composite. Double click on the Rays node to bring up its controls. Disable the free movement of the Rays pivot. This means the Rays direction is completely controlled by where you point the light. To make this clear, decrease the light spread to 30. Also soften the edges of the beam by setting the fall off to 5%. You can see that the light is pointing backwards in relation to the Spotlight model. If you had set up all the correct coordinates in Maya, you wouldn't have to do this. But in reality, we're always tweaking settings. In this case, swing the X rotation to positive 90 and the light should point the right way. Scrubbing the time bar from the beginning to end, you will see how the rays are following the Spotlight model. Now the light beam is pretty solid, but we want to give it a bit more texture. In the rays controls, turn on shimmering. Click the thickness slider and set it to 2500%. I like the texture effect you get at this value. Finally, we need to animate this texture. The animated button gives us a very fast moving effect, so I prefer to animate this manually. Go to frame 1. Hold down K and click the Pan X slider to set a keyframe at 0. Now go to the end of the composite and change the Pan X value to 50. Hold K again and click the slider to set a keyframe with the current value. Let's quickly look at the animation curve. Hold SHIFT and click on the Pan X slider to select it. Now switch to the animation menu. You can see we have selected an S-shaped curve. Change the interpolation to Linear. This gives us a constant animation. Click the Animation button to return to the previous controls. 
One small extra tweak. Go to frame 20. Have a look at the inner edge of the Spotlight 3D model. You will notice that it is dark even though a light is shining in and around that point. We need to tell this edge to react to the light. Select the Light 1 Geom node in the schematic view. Enable Force 2 sided and you will see the inner edge light up. This is a very small but noticeable improvement. Next, scrub the time bar until the spotlight is pointing directly at the camera. The rays are shining right at us, but it looks rather ordinary. So we can enhance this overexposure by using a lens flare. In the Action Schematic, hold down Option and pull the light node downwards to give it a bit more room. Switch to the Action Bin menu. Drag out a Lens Flare node and this will add a default lens flare to the light. So that is marginally better, but it needs adjustment. Select the Streak Texture Map and press H to hide it. Double click on the Ring Texture Map. Drag its scale value up to 600%. So at this point, you're thinking it looks pretty good. But the client decides that they want two spotlights on either side of a bigger logo. OK, so it's not a problem. Go back to frame 1. We need to do a bit of work in the schematic, so press Option 1 to go to a single view. If you don't see the schematic, press Escape to bring up the view. Pan the view to the top of the Spotlight node. This top axis has the main animation for the Spotlight model. In order to replicate a Spotlight with its own animation, we need to use Instancing. With the top axis selected, press Command-D to duplicate it. This creates a new axis with the same animation. Now hold down SHIFT and kiss all the same nodes that are connected to the original axis. This instancing operation will create two spotlights being driven by a single set of geometry and textures. Press OPTION 2 to go back to the dual screen view. Select the original light node and move its X axis to minus 350. Select the duplicate axis and move its X axis to 350. Now scrubbing the time bar, you can see we have two spotlights moving with matching animation. The second spotlight needs to rotate in the opposite direction to the first. The rotation for the spotlight model is on the Y rotation channel. Hold SHIFT and click on the Y rotation slider to select it. Switch to the Animation menu. There are all the keyframes for this axis that were translated over from Autodesk Maya. I don't really need to simplify the curve at this stage. All I want to do is flip it over. Go over to the Curve Functions and change the option to Negate. Clicking the Frame button shows how the curve has been inverted. Click the Animation button to go back to the previous menu. Scrub through the time bar to see the result and stop at the end of the composite. Now let's quickly rescale the logo. In the Action Schematic, 
pan over to the top axis for the logo model. The axis is called ADTV1. This axis node contains vital 3D positioning and I don't really want to change this one like we did with the Spotlight models. So go back to the Action node bin. Drag out an axis node and connect it to the top of the ADTV1 axis node. Double click on this axis and in its controls scale it up to 150%. Now move the logo down in Y until it is in the centre of the frame. Hopefully the client is now happy. In the next video we'll do some texture painting to touch up the spotlights. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning channel for future videos.